Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome everyone to episode 110 of the Retire with Confidence podcast. I'm Nick Hopwood. And I'm Jim Pilot. And today, I'm wearing a tie for the first time of the calendar year. Yeah, I was impressed. I walked in and saw that this morning and I thought, man, <laughs> you remembered how to do the knot and everything. Yeah, it's like riding a bike, it turns <laughs> out. Yeah. <laughs> and I wore the vest with it too. So you know what's nice is that this is kind of a skinny tie. Yeah. And so the knot is like really small. Uh huh. But when you're wearing a vest, you can really play with the length of the oh, tie and true. make it a, a little yeah. bit of a thicker knot. So even though it's halfway to your stomach, we don't That's even right. know. That's yeah. right. Perfect. Just like Jim Tressel. <laughs> so anyway, uh, last year, I think I only wore a suit once, and that was for a funeral. Yeah. So it's like times are changing. Times are definitely changing, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I was looking at all my suits in the closet, and I'm like, when was the last time I wore these suits? Because my kind of format has been slacks and... A jacket yeah, rather than a suit. Sport coat, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's true. They uh, they got pushed to the back of the closet, huh? They did, and now they probably don't fit. <laughs> so anyway, they're too big, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we believe by providing education and guidance, we can inspire our clients to make great financial decisions, so they can retire with confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. So we just met um, a, a new client who I think they'll be able to, to retire with confidence, mm-hmm. but there's a problem in 2020, right? This is our case study conversation here, mm-hmm. and we're, we'll be getting to, uh, to the, the meat of the podcast in a minute, but for the case study, and they were invested aggressively coming into 2020 mm-hmm. and decided that, that they wanted to have uh, some coaching, right? Some financial planning work done in March mm-hmm. of 2020 and what happened yeah in March of 2020 we had a that was the start of the, the shutdowns the lockdowns and the market went uh, straight south for a while and what, what was the advice they received and acted on yeah surprisingly the, the advice that they were talking to said sell it all go to cash so they went from hundred percent equity to hundred percent cash really extreme move yeah really extreme yeah and as a result locked in 35% losses mm-hmm. for 2020. Yeah, and, and even at this point, you know, here, here I'll creep it up on a year later, still still in cash, right? Through all the, you know, the all the events that we've seen over the last year, we they still never found that right opportunity to, to get back in. And we talk about that a lot. If you, if you move out of the market, you have to be right twice. Right. You know, so it makes so much more sense to, Make sure that you are taking the right amount of risk today when times are good. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen next, right? You could have mm-hmm. a 35% sell-off and then you, you, you make a poor choice because emotionally you can't handle the big drop. Yep. Yeah, I just had that same conversation with another client. It's not about us knowing when to get in and when to get out. It's about getting it right the first time, yeah. getting that comfort level right the first time so that we don't have to to have a, a shoot ourselves in the foot moment like that where it was the pain was too much to, to handle so we got out at the worst time. 
And for some people, you know, a 35% loss, maybe just a couple of years away from retirement, it could be a bad, you know, a deal breaker, mm-hmm. right? It really could. Absolutely. You know, I think these people are okay, but it's, it's definitely a problem. Mm-hmm. So just, uh, you know, be, be, be careful out there, right? Make sure you're taking the right m- amount of risk to start yeah. with. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, today our topic, uh, after like five minutes of uh, lead in here, <laughs> is teamwork, basically. Yeah. Right? Uh, Jim and I, we're a team. And so we put, you know, two, two heads together and we think one plus one equals three as a result. Um, I know that one plus one equals two, but when it's these ones, it really is three, yeah. right? A lot, of, a lot of value add, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, a recent client that we brought on gave us the idea for this, for that topic because they were interviewing, they interviewed us and interviewed a couple other people. And one of the things that really jumped out, uh, besides Jim's charm, was that, a given. <laughs> was that we are, we're a team and uh, the other people they interviewed were just solo practitioners, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that really stood out to me too when they, they made the comment and we, when we just asked for feedback and they said, you know, the fact that there were two heads in there able to work on this with us, we thought was really valuable. Yeah, and, and we finish each, each other's sentences often, yeah. right? Very often. What else? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, you know, I've seen in my 20 whatever years, I've seen uh, both ways, right? I've been on the team, I've been as a solo practitioner, and I think it really does help, right? And we take it for granted probably, but it really does mm-hmm. help to have someone who has the same values and thinks similarly uh, to help finish that sentence when when you're looking for the right word or you're looking for, you know, um, you're looking at strategies, you're looking at uh, uh, motivating factors. And one of the things that jumps right out of my, right out at me is, you know, oftentimes, you know, I'll be in the weeds of the financial plan and it's so obvious that there could be a Roth conversion or mm-hmm. a backdoor Roth, and I'm just not seeing it, right? Yeah. And, and, what, and that's when you jump in and you say, well, here's what we should do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Right, why didn't I think of it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking the same thing, actually. Is there's, there's so many times we've been in meetings where one of us is going down one road and the other one says, what about this? What if we decided, you know, take this slight right and make take this approach instead. And you say, you know, kind of light bulb, right? Yeah, that does make a lot of sense. That is a good idea. We should do it that way. Right, so that's kind of in the moment. And then there's also when you're preparing for, for an existing client meeting, mm-hmm. looking at the portfolio, looking at the level of risk, looking at the strategists that mm-hmm. we're partnering with, looking at the cash flow and projections. We say, you know what, this, you know, this uh, strategy looks good. Let's look at you know, another way and, uh, you know, it just puts an extra layer of, of, of uh, due diligence, mm-hmm. second opinion, um, and we're able to, you know, present, let's say, uh, more confidently, right? Because mm-hmm. we know that all the bases are covered. Right. We can check a lot of those boxes that we've reviewed, reviewed a lot of different scenarios and thought about it from a couple different angles. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know, I mean, I feel like we could go into so many 
examples here, but that would bore our, our audience. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing that I think that's really helpful with it as well is <clears throat> just having a second set of ears in a meeting. I think there's been a lot of times where, you know, maybe I'm, I'm communicating with a client and I'm hearing them say one thing, mm -hmm. but you're hearing them say it a different way. And maybe, you know, the question isn't for them as much about which investments are we using, but it's more about what kind of risk are we taking, right? Or something like those, those slight shifts that I think, um, you know, is, is really, we've been able to really benefit by having, uh, you know, a couple of years in the room or having both of us talking and working with the client and reviewing at the same time. Yeah, and, and another thing, right, trying to motivate, right, we're a coach, right? Part of our job is to motivate people to show them what are the consequences of these, of these decisions or um, what is, we're talking about sacrifice. Well, if you really want this as a goal, you have to do these three things to get there, right? Maybe the language that I speak to mm -hmm. motivate them is not, they're just not resonating with them, yeah. right? And so you're sitting in the meeting and reading body language and saying, you know, if I say this just a different way, I think that yeah. maybe it would resonate better with them and then it clicks and now they really, uh, now they're really motivated to take action. Right. Yeah. I, no, I, I agree with that completely. I think that uh, our communication styles at times can be different, and you know, depending on who we're talking to, one may resonate more than the other. Mm -hmm. Can be good cop, bad cop. Sometimes we do <laughs> prepare to be good cop and bad cop too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, this is uh, we, we should come up with a name like. Uh, a team a name. A team name. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Come up with a cheer. We can make it a Chant. contest. Our clients can submit uh, their name rec you know, recommendations. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you want to take, take us out? <laughs> if, you have, uh, if you have questions, you have a portfolio that you would like to get uh, two sets of opinions on or run past two sets of ears, uh, Nick and I are here for you. You can always visit us at peakwm.com. To uh, learn more about us, you can even schedule online at pinkwm.com where we can uh, get an opportunity to meet you and give you that second opinion. One plus one equals three. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.